Hi, welcome to the podcast, Ask the Shirt. I'm your host, Mike Schmookey, and this is episode 5. Today is the 7th of September. I'm still wrapping up my trip to Belgium, doing a, a whole host of podcasts as I, I drive back. So I'm recording on my iPhone uh, 5S with the uh, iPod as my microphone trying to utilize my time as smart as possible. What we're going to talk about today is toxic leadership. So, what do you do when when you are in a position of leadership? Uh, so you are, let's say you're over a flight, okay, this is Air Force specific, but this can be in the middle management area too, okay? Um, those that are above you, okay? The morale is just terrible. People hate, despise coming to work for whatever reason. Um, you've got, you know, micromanaging going on. Um, commanders that just throwing the gauntlet down left and right, smashing everything that they possibly can because they just they don't know how to do the job, don't know how to lead in this position, whatever it may be. Um, you have taskers from you know left, right, and different up and down, all over the place. Um, what do you do in a toxic leader environment? Okay, so let's look at three things. One, yourself, those that are uh, those, you know, those teammates of yours, okay, that are working for you or working with you, and then those above you. So first off, yourself got to keep yourself healthy. In toxic environments, um, you know, and our definitions are going to be different, okay, of what a toxic leader is. Um, I don't really have a, uh, a good, you know, word to use besides a toxic leader, but I can give you some descriptions. Um, these are individuals that are coming down um, and telling you, um, basically they're do- doing the job for you. Uh, is one way. Um, two, they are asking you to do things that are wrong. Um, they're wanting you to do their job. Um, they're taking time away in a negative way, uh, you know, and not for mission purposes. Um, and you're, you're, you know, they're not listening to you when you, you know, you're overtasked, etc. These are examples of what you know we could look at as a toxic leader. Um, so knowing that you've got to take care of yourself I don't mean okay well you got to quit your job or whatever no uh, that's not what I'm saying um, leaders come and go okay those that are above you uh, but you need to look at working out so that's going to help your stress level by fitness fitness is going to help uh, a lot so you've got to carve that into your day and make it a priority uh, food is another one. Uh, your family. Make sure you're making time for your family. So Chief Master out of the Air Force, right, he comes out with, uh, he's got two ten five seven. So he's got two hours to himself. Uh, that's study time, developing himself, uh, working out. Um, he gives uh, 10 hours to the job, five hours to the family, and, seven, and then seven hours to sleep. Okay. 
you know, I'm looking at five or six hours of sleep for me. That's just, that's just how it works for me. Um, I do my workouts in the morning pretty early. And uh, I also work out in the afternoon. Um, I try to spend the time with the family. And then part of my, you know, two-hour time is, you know, this. So I'm trying to, um, you know, whenever I come up with ideas, what we'll talk about next, uh, a lot of it is just me writing down or jotting down uh, a thought process and then just going off the cuff and, and going with it. Because if you remember my first uh, podcast that I talked about, this is, I'm doing these for selfish motivations so I can also you know, relearn basically how to speak in front of people. Sure, I'm a first sergeant, but with where I'm at, the unit I'm in, I don't have to speak in front of people a lot, uh, just my unit. And you know, I've got to get myself in uncomfortable positions uh, so I can continue learning how to speak on the fly about subjects. Um, it's, it's very important. And how to do it in a calm, you know, controlled manner. And this is also part of that time that I use to get my creativity going, um, to look at myself and think, you know, when I say some of these things, I think, wow, but wait a second, what am I doing? Am I doing those things? That's probably why you hear the awkward pauses, because then I gotta be like, man, I, maybe I'm failing at that part. And so, you know, when you're looking at yourself and taking care of yourself, you also got to think, am I part of the issue? Am I part of this toxic environment? Um, am I encouraging this? You, have, you, you are in the position that you are in. So, uh, for a couple of different reasons. Um, one, you earned it. Okay? Two, you're entrusted for that. So, when I say entrusted, uh, you know, you got 36-2618. And we have responsibility for the Air Force specifically, okay, with the different ranks that we've got. Um, we've got to be willing to put our stripes on the table and on the line for to, to say and do the right things. Um, we've got to be willing to do that. And how do we do that? So, first off, I would go um, to the your supervisor even if they're the ones causing the problem, and ask for a feedback session. Um, hey, we got we got to talk about some stuff, okay? Uh, and I'd like some time for it. And these are the you know, but I'd like to be able to be you know free in my conversation on some concerns I have about the where or how the unit's going and where it's going. Uh, maybe your work section, etc. They're going hopefully that supervisor. Is willing to listen to you. If they're not, okay, you got to go above the boss above them. Bring back proof. Okay, hey, I tried to set this up. They didn't want to listen to me. I've got concerns with the unit. Go to first sergeant. Same things. You have those stripes for a reason. You've got to be willing to put put them to use. Okay, so what you can do. Now we're looking at your people. Make sure you're not causing the problem. This ties into that uh, with you. You got to make sure you're not causing. You're not part of the problem. If you've got to run interference and take some of that burden off of them, guess what? That's what you got to do. You got to run interference and take some of that burden off of them. They may not think that they can. They may not think that they're allowed to do that, but they are. Uh, you've got to be willing to accept that burden and let them know that, okay, I, I get it. It sucks right now. But you're here to take care of them. You're here to take care of them as a person. Uh, and to grow them and to show them what a leader actually does and how a leader takes care of their people. 
Um, what can you do for them besides just, so how, how do you take care of that burden? So when taskers are coming down, if they're skipping you, you've got to intervene and say, hey, I'm not okay with this. I'm, you know, you've got to go through me. You've got to task, you know, task me so I can task my people. Got it. Can do, will do. Okay. Um, I get it. There are times that that doesn't always happen. Uh, like a commander can task a private. You know, a commander can task an airman to do something. I get it. It's his squadron. Um, but doesn't I mean you can't go after the fact and say, uh, "Sir, I, you know, I understand you tasked this person. They did how they how was the job? They do a good job. Yes, they did a good job. No, they didn't do a good job. Okay, sir, if you, you know, either way, that's you know." Okay, sir, I understand that. Um, could you next time, uh, I would appreciate, as their supervisor, to know what they've been tasked with. Because I'm trying to get certain things done too, certain jobs done. Um, and going that road, going that route. So, but you've got to be willing to put that risk out there of them basically telling you to shut up and color. Uh, but you're trying to step out there. That's the point, is that you're using what you've got for your people. Um, also, let them know. Like, let your people know, hey, when they task you, please let me know. All right? And keep tabs of it. That way you can track it. And you can also help manage, like, okay, if they're being tasked by the commander, by people way above them, you got to figure this out. See if you can get them to stop doing that. If not, you've got to help them manage those tasks that are given. Because... They can still work for you. And so you've still got a job for them to do. They've still got to do certain things, uh, certain jobs. That's just how it is. And so you've got to help manage, you know, figure out what you can and cannot give them. Because you don't want to overburden your people because they're going to hit burnout. Uh, you don't You don't want that. Hitting burnout, you're, you're kind of past stuff, people are going to be salty, and uh, they're not going to function very well uh, in those kind of environments. The people above you. So you are working in a toxic leadership environment. You're taking care of yourself. You're doing what you can for you. You've made sure you're not the reason there's a toxic environment, or if there is, you're adjusting as such, okay? Um taking care of your people to the best of your ability, trying to help them with their tasks and managing you know, those things. Alright, cool. So now the people above you. This, this is probably the hardest part because and they rate you, right? They rate you. They are in charge of your evaluations. They are uh, responsible for a lot of things that regard you life you're paying and whatnot. They could make your life excuse me again. They could make your life a living hell. Uh, This is tough. You have your rank and authority and position for a reason. So you have got to be willing Um, now Let's be. Let's say this is your supervisor. You've got to be okay with going to your supervisor 
and being confrontational. You have to be. Um, you're the only one there for it. And how do you approach this? This is going to be tough, and it's going to take some time. And you're going to get some pushback. You really are. Um, let's say you, know, you come to them, and so when you set up, set up that time for that feedback, and you're going to be coming in there, you need to have specific examples that are quantifiable that show how they are being a toxic leader and show how it is affecting your section specifically. If you're not specific and you're not giving uh, quantifiable examples, you're not going to help yourself. You're not going to help the unit, the company, the corporation, whatever. You're not. You're going to make it worse. Because they're not going to be willing to listen to you. If you don't have your ducks in a row, it's going to be worse. So that's why I'm saying it this way. You've got to have those quantifiable things. What's quantifiable? What is an example? Uh, the taskers coming from straight up to straight down. Okay, And I'll admit, I, as a person in leadership, have been guilty of skipping the chain and going straight to, straight to somebody. And then I realize my mistake, and I follow up, and I go back and I say, hey, I tasked your person with this. Um, you know, I need this done. If you guys can't do it, let me know. Okay? Uh, I also have had people come back and say, hey, why'd you, why did you task this person? And I have to show them that, hey, you were informed of this months ago, uh, this tasking. And so, you know, you, you got to realize that I didn't just say, here it is. Uh, I task you, or at least I informed you, you know, a few months ago uh, on this tasking. Now, I know that I've got to work on that, and I accept this. Um, and I've had individuals come to me, and I'm like, you know what, I hear you. I'm, I will make, you know, I'm making adjustments. If I continue doing this, you got to let me know. Okay, I'm going to continue trying to, trying to correct myself. Um, but with the position I'm in as well, sometimes I have to go direct. And I let them know this. Sometimes I have to go direct because the commander said, do this. That's the boss. That is what I have to do. Uh, and so that's why there, there are exceptions. And we have this communication, these kind of relationships. Um, if my commander, if, if, you know, again, people are like, wow, but you're the shirt. You've got protection and stuff. I do, but I don't. Commander still writes my EPR, my evaluation report. If I'm doing a terrible job, um, or if I'm not doing my job, you know, he's, he's going to rate me as such. He could also decide that he doesn't like the way I do things, or the way that I talk, or the way that I, you know, come and say, sir, this is a terrible idea. Don't do this. Um, too many no's are going to kind of kind of hurt me uh, in the end. So, you know, you've got to be careful with that of, of your nose when you say no all the time. Uh, at any rate, sorry, but I'm kind of getting distracted. And there's some scenarios in my head that were floating around, but they're for different uh, situations. So, coming to your leader and sitting down with them, having the time to do that is important. you got to set that time apart, but you also got to prep them what this is 
that basically you want to give them honest feedback on their performance as a leader. You, you, you got to do that. That way they're not blindsided. Um, and also you're going to know if they're willing to listen to that. I mean, really, because if they're not, if they're not willing to listen, you need to go above above that person. Uh, you got to go to the chain, somewhere in the chain of command. Equal opportunity doesn't fix toxic leaders, okay? The IG does not fix toxic leaders. Uh, nobody fixes toxic leaders, okay? Um, in the sense that somebody from the outside fixes them. It's not how that works, okay? Uh, it's a an adjustment has to happen from somewhere, and usually it's that person's supervisor that helps them adjust. Okay, uh, and if that's what you got to do. That's that's what we kind of do. So you can go to that person's supervisor. Uh, you can go to human resources about that and see if they can set up a mediation to help you through this. But you've got to be willing to have the guts and the courage to go and do that. Um, and I think that's where some things tie in, where some fears can be alleviated or fixed. Um, but that we'll have to talk about in the next episode, which is going to be over uh, debt and leadership. Because um, if you have things that are holding you back, that are causing you to have doubts about your leadership skills or that you're not willing to take risks... Uh, as a leader, uh, we need to talk about those things. We need to figure out what they are and, and move you forward past that mentality so you can become a better leader, a stronger leader uh, that we need. Somebody that's going to take care of their people and uh, be willing to stay, stand up for them uh, in a positive sense. Hope today's podcast helps you out a little bit. Um, we're not going to fix the toxic leaders. There are things that you can do. Uh, you know, you could, you could, sure, you could PCS. Um, wait for them to PCS. You could get a different job. There is always that option for you in the civilian work sector that you get a different job. Um, nothing wrong with that. But my question and my concern is that, uh, you know, as I've heard people say it's toxic leadership, I also see and hear that a lot of it is them. What I mean is, um, it's always somebody else's fault. It's always a, uh, a situation where somebody should have done more. Um, we're working in a toxic leader environment. We are, uh, you know, nobody's listening to us, that kind of thing. If you're constantly saying those things, I think we may need to, you may need to go back to episode four and think about that entitlement uh, mentality and look in the mirror and do a hard check of, or am I just not, you know, are you just not wanting to work? Are you just not wanting to be a leader um, if, with where we're at? And you know what? Sometimes, you, you know, that, that happens. Uh, we all have our down, you know, our spots where we're down, you know, down in the dumps, a low in our career. Um, and that's okay. So we just got to find ways to adjust and overcome that, okay? Um, those are my thoughts on toxic leadership. Um, 
kind of what you can do to help manage it, uh, to kind of get past it. Um, honest and frank discussions are the best to have. So it's, it's helped me. And I mean that in the sense of it's helped me with talking to toxic leaders, but it also helped me to not be a toxic leader, to not be that guy that's reaching down, um, belittling people, uh, you know, talking behind their back, whatever it may be. Um, so yeah, we can, uh, we'll talk next time on, suppose identifying, self-identifying if you're a toxic leader and what you can do about it. And then we'll talk about, uh, debt and leadership and, and things that are holding you back. This has been Mike. You're listening to Ask the Shirt. Appreciate you guys listening in. Take care.